How would you like to try and capture a Chinese river steamboat from a crew of eight or ten wild-eyed natives with the help of one other person? Well, that's what Pat Ryan and Terry Lee set out to do when they saw the stern wheeler, the Daisy Bell, in the hands of Captain East's crew. As the craft slowly moved downstream, Terry and the others on shore knew they would be stranded in the deserted river town unless something was done and done quickly. Today's transcribed adventure completes the thrilling experience of yesterday. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. If you boys and girls like fun and excitement, and if you really enjoy listening to the adventures of your friend Terry and his pals, if you like all those things, I say there's something you'll certainly want to do right away quick. And that's to send for your Terry Scope. Now, Libby has one waiting for you. A Terry Scope modeled directly after the one Terry uses in the show, only actually the Terry Scope you'll get is even finer than Terry's. It has eight exciting super special features. And you can play thrilling new games with your Terry Scope and send and receive secret code messages. Now, believe me, there's a world of excitement waiting for you when you get your Terry Scope. And it's yours for just ten cents and two Libby's labels. Now, the labels you'll need come from two of the world's grandest tasting juices, Libby's tomato juice and Libby's pineapple juice. They're juices your mother will be glad to get because they're refreshing and delicious and they give you important vitamins. So ask her right away to get a can of Libby's tomato juice and one of Libby's pineapple juice. Take the labels off and on one of them print your full name and address. Then mail those labels along with a 10-cent coin to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, you know how to spell Libby's. It's L-I-B-B-Y-S. Well, kids, get those labels and get them into the mail with your dime. And the next thing you know, you'll be having the thrill of a lifetime. Yes, sir, when the mailman brings your Terry scope, you'll say it's a red-letter day. Now, send your full name and address along with 10 cents and two Libby's labels. One from tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice. Mail them to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. And take a tip from me. Mail your order quickly. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Well, the boys did it. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Terry and Pat rode out to the Daisy Bell, fought the native crew off with the fire hose, and then dashed up to the pilot house and overpowered the pilot. And on the main deck, the natives yelled and tried to reach the cabin. But Pat was able to beat them back while Terry steered the boat. And then suddenly Terry said, Listen, something happened, Pat. The Daisy Bell isn't moving anymore. We better do something, Terry. Well, chance, this is the end of the line. We're stuck in the mud. Now what do we do, Pat? How do all those levers and signals work? I don't know. I'll try them all. Go ahead. I'll keep an eye on the stairs. from shore. Look out, right behind you. Oh, so that's the way they say. Line up the side of the boat, eh? Not this time, doctor. And the grand old right and left ought to take care of you, too. All right, you men, come on up. I'm waiting. Hey, Terry, you're missing all the fun. You need any help? No, I can handle the rest of this crew and all their friends and relatives. Well, throw them overboard and have them push us off a mud flat. Hey, look. Look over there on shore. There's Camp Meek. Yeah. And Blaze and Tony and Big Soup. Yeah, they're in a boat rolling out here. Come on, make it snappy, man. Come on, the more the merrier. What's going on down below, Pat? Well, the crew's seen them. 
They're leaving the Daisy Bell. Go on, get going, you lads. Ram, get out. Well, they've seen Captain Eek and the others. Now they're jumping overboard. See them? They're waiting in the shore. All of them? All except a couple who can't wake up. There's one lad out here and another on the deck below. Yeah, they're clearing out. Well, I'll be glad when Captain Eek gets here to take over. He'll get this tub off the mud flat. What I don't know about handling a riverboat would make a very funny trip. What time is that, Captain Eat? Four bells. That means ten o'clock. I never will get the right about, sir. I tried to figure it out, but as soon as I get it straight, I forget it. <laughs> I know. I'm that way about lots of things, too. But when you've been handling ships as long as I have, telling time the bells is natural. <laughs> well, I'm glad things are all set anyway. We have the orphans aboard and all better down for the night. And looks like smooth sailing from now on, huh? Uh, don't you believe it, boy. Well, we haven't heard any planes. There's been no sign of invader patrol boats. When they come, they'll come unexpectedly. Oh, did you set a watch? Set a watch? Aye. Oh, you mean post the lookout. We have the same thing. Yeah, Captain Blaze is, is, is up in the bow and Connie's at the stern. Tell them to keep their eyes sealed for things or report any lights or such like to me. They've already been warned, sir. Good. Uh, Pat and I will divide time with them. That's right. And uh, what are the ladies? Well, Burma and April are looking after the children. I think Cheery Blaze is down in the galley cooking something up for us. And Big Spook's in the engine room waiting orders. Well, just tell him to keep the fires going, that's all. All right. Super's also guarding a couple of the natives down below, but I think we can talk to them so they'll work for us. Yes, and I'd better attend to that myself. I'm an old hand of impressing men into active service aboard the ship. But uh, you can't leave the wheel, can you, sir? Oh, the channel is wide and deep. You can take over, Terry Lee. Now's the time to learn navigation. Look, you see that big star low on the horizon? Get ahead. Yes, sir. Well, keep Daisy Bell's nose on that star. You see? You'll be all right. But, uh, what if the river should... Aye, aye, sir. <laughs> aye, aye is the word, my lad. I'll make a sailor out of you again. Well, I'll go below and tend to those mutineers. Maybe get a bit of food. Look a lot now. No soldiers, Sailors lost his life with whiskers on his skin. Oh, hello, Terry. What's this? Oh, but don't cut that, April. That, that stopped the boat. Sailing, sailing over the Brandon River. <laughs> Isn't this glorious riding along in the dark and not knowing where you're going? What's this, Terry? Don't cut that. That's the ship's bell. It tells the time. Oh, don't be ridiculous. That bell doesn't even have hands. I know, but they tell time different on a boat. Oh, I see. Chinese time. No, American time. Oh, sure, of course. I used to tell time by bell. You did? Yeah. He used to ring every morning and get me up to school. Listen, this isn't that kind of a bell. Look, look, haven't I got enough to do without you coming up here? Well, if I'm interfering with your loafing, I'm very sorry, I'm sure. I'm not loafing. I'm steering the boat. Oh, you are? Where are you steering it? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> then how can you steer when you don't know where you're going? Why, why you're worse than a Sunday driver, Terry. 
Look, April, I'm relieving the captain. Well, well, why don't you go and relieve Burma? Just relieve me. Sailing, sailing over the bounding river. <sighs> Isn't it a relief to be relieved? Just think. Sometime tomorrow we'll be somewhere where we can take all the orphans off someplace. And won't that be something? Yeah, will you please stand over there? I have to see where I'm steering. But I thought you didn't... I know. I don't know where I'm going, but I've got to watch a star and steer for it. That's the way I navigate. Like the old time sailors did. They steer by the stars. Isn't that romantic? What's this, Terry? Don't touch that. That's the rope that blows the whistle. You aren't very cocky tonight, Terry. Well, I've had a big day. I'm tired. Oh, that's right. Well, then you let me steer and you just sit down and rest. I can't let you. Don't touch this wheel. I'd run the Daisy Bell up on shore. <laughs> Daisy Bell. That's a fine name for a riverboat in a Chinese river. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer to. I'm half crazy. I can't see what you're so happy about, April. Well, I've always wanted to ride on a riverboat. Here I am. Uh, don't you think we'd better go back down and help us? Uh... Wait, did you hear? Huh? Yeah, listen, it's a plane. I'm sure it is. A what plane? I can't see anything in the sky but stars. Cat? Oh, Patty, you down there? Yeah. Yes, Terry, I hear it. Come right up.
Now, you need those two labels to get your cherry soap. Those labels and just 10 cents in cash. On the back of one of the labels, print your full name and address. Then, mail them to Terry, in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, just do that, boys and girls, and the Terry soap is yours. And I'm not fooling when I say that you're sure going to be sorry if you don't get a Terry soap. If the other kids are all playing the new games and doing the tricks, and you're out in the cold. Well, you have only yourself to blame. So get those two Libby's labels, one from tomato juice and one from pineapple juice. Write your full name and address on one, enclose a dime, and mail to Terry in care of Libby's. Chicago. Now get your order in now before it's too late. Remember, Saturday at midnight is the deadline. Well, tomorrow we'll see what effect Pat Ryan's signal has on the night flying airplane. But there's yet another danger to be faced aboard this steamer on its trip down the river. And if you want to see how Terry and his pals put on a showboat act, then be sure you join us for the week's most thrilling fan adventure. <laughs>